0: We're so blessed to be here this morning. The Lord has extended our lives, and we're here together having fellowship with one another. And the most important thing, we're here to worship. We're here to worship. We're going to do those things that is contained in the New Testament, how the Lord wants us to worship. And we want to continue to pray for Brother Charles and Sister Teresa and family as they travel. May they have a wonderful trip. We continue to pray for Teresa's health as well. And we're thankful. I thank the elders for having confidence in me to allow me to preach this morning. And we look forward to David's lesson tonight. And we look forward to van's lesson on wednesday night you know brother jim you uh you really hit the ball out of the park that that song was one that i was thinking about but i thought no i'm not going to mention that song i'll just mention a verse you know all other ground is sinking sand on christ that rock solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. It talks about righteousness and that's what we talked about this morning. But I didn't wanna use that song because that's what David's gonna speak about tonight. But actually that song, David, hit my morning Bible class lesson. It hit the uh, lesson this morning and it hit your lesson tonight. Good job, brother Jim. Uh, Jim's a, a good song leader, and Jim's always picked songs that I've liked. So uh, And so does Joe and Jesse and others, but I don't know. I, 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 we've been singing together a long time, and so have we, Brother Joe, 30-some years, I guess. And, uh, boy, I love to sing. I can't carry a tune in a bucket, but I love to sing. We're going to be doing that in heaven. We're going to be singing praises, so we better love to sing that we've entitled our lesson this morning, where are you building? See, because we're all building somewhere. And if we're not building on the rock, we're building on the sand. So Jesus is speaking it here uh, in, on the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5, 6, and 7. This is 107 verses. And it comes down to this, the last parable and the last scriptures, some of the last scriptures in uh, Matthew chapter 7. And he is teaching. He's wanting his listeners to be obedient. He, th- this is all about hearing and doing. That's what Christianity is all about. It's hearing and doing. You, you hear it. And then you apply it to your life. Then you'll be rewarded when this life is over. And as we discussed this morning, it's so important because others are watching. I need to be a good influence. And I can do that. And you can do that. And we all can do that. And I see so many good influences as I look out over this audience this morning. And I'm glad that we are brethren. So. Either we're going to build our house on the rock or we're going to build our house on the sand. The choice is ours. We can be wise and build our house on the rock and be pleasing unto God, or we can build our house on the sand. We'll have some letters for that sand later on as we go through. But I want to continue in, in the vein of what we were talking about this morning. I want to talk about righteousness, right doing in God's sight. We have to be right in his sight. And in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus would talk about uh, righteousness five times in that section, those three chapters. If you're not building on that rock, you're building on the sand, and you're Serving sin, self, and Satan. That's, that kind of sums it all up. You're not, you're not building on that rock. Yes. Sin. First John five seventeen tells us that all unrighteousness is sin. Sin separates us from God. Isaiah 59, 1 and 2. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that he cannot save, neither his ear heavy that he cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear you. Self. Self. This, I'm going to paraphrase a bunch of statements about self now in the upcoming minute or two. See if any of these fit anybody that you know or what do you think about these. Self. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm not interested in God's word. I'm young and I'm only young once. There's so many things I want to do. There's so many places I want to go. And there's just not enough time to do all of them. I've heard the gospel call, but I can't obey right now. Now's not a convenient time. Or some might be in a denomination what they think is right but it is not in obedience with God's will I cannot live up to doing what is required to be a Christian some say I don't want to give up this that or the other we're talking about self we're talking about those building on the sand sin plus self equals serving Satan. Bold, huh? Is it not true? So, we can either serve, build on the rock, or if we're not building on the rock, we're building on the sand. One cannot continue to live in a way that is separate from God. He or she if he or she does, they will be lost eternally. You see, life storms are coming. Now, we can go through, and we can go every through a number of different people in here, and notice the trials, the tribulations, the hardship that you have faced. The storms, we see that, and you know what? We especially identify with this because we live in Florida where we have wind, we have floods, we have rain, don't we? They're known as tropical storms when they get stronger. They're known as hurricanes when they get up to another level. Let us think for a moment. Do we know what's ahead of us tomorrow? No, we don't know. But we know this, that there are challenges ahead of us. We don't know what they are. It could be the challenge of health. Our health may deteriorate. Or the health of a loved one. Or the health of our children, our family members. It might be the death of a loved one. It could be the loss of employment or it could be your income interrupted by some means. It could be problems in a marriage you may face coming up. The storms of life we're talking about here. It could be strife between father and mother and, and children. It could be the kids moving back in the house. We, I, I don't know, and you don't either. But if we're going to face... The house that was built on the right rock stood firm. The house that was built on the sand was destroyed. It fell flat. We even sing a song about building... Builders, wise man build his house upon the rock, right? Foolish man build his house upon the sand. What's, how's it end up? It went flat and then, but what's the point towards the end of the song? So build your house on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what I want to do. I don't want to be on that sand. I don't want to be shifting out from under I want that rock-firm foundation. And that's what we have when we build on that rock. He is our rock. All other ground is sinking sand. Both the builders heard. See, this is all about hearing and doing. Both the builders heard the sayings of Jesus The difference was that one was wise and one was foolish. Both put forth effort to build, but the result was totally different. One house fell not because it was founded upon a rock. It stood firm. The song Rock of Ages comes to mind here. The foolish man's house was built on the sand, could not withstand the rain, the floods, the wind, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. We have the wise and the foolish man. We talked about that song. In the parable of the two builders, it's going to, to be all about hearing and doing. The wise man heard and did and was rewarded because his house was built upon the rock. The foolish man heard and did not and fell, and great was the fall of it. I'm going to do something rather unusual. I'm going to ask you, this is all about hearing and doing, and I think as I read this chapter, I can see a lot of application between the chapter I'm going to ask you to open to. And that is Matthew 25. Oh, we have foolish mentioned here. We got the parable of the talents, where five were faithful and one was unfaithful. And then we got the judgment scene picture. Three things in Matthew 25. You know what we're going to do? I've got time here. We're going to read that chapter. The whole chapter, all 46 verses. Now, hearing and doing, that's what it is all about. Trust and obey, Brother Jim, we sing, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. So let us go to Matthew chapter 25. it only take us three or four minutes. But I want you to see the application that applies to both hearing and doing, being ready and not ready. And that's what we'll notice with the ten virgins first. But then we'll notice these stewards that were entrusted money when the, their Lord went away, took his journey into afar, but they were entrusted. And then we're going to see that judgment scene where all nations shall be gathered before him. No one's going to miss that one. All going to see it. So join me in Matthew chapter 25. Then shall all the king shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, cursed into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. What a different, it's a destruction. Kind of like the destruction. What happened to the Foolish man's house. It was destroyed. We're seeing here eternal uh, d- destruction. And he goes through the catalog of what they did, these six things, and they did it not. Then answered them, saying, Verily, then shall he answer them, saying, Verily, I say unto you, inasmuch as you did it not to, to one of the least of these, you did it not to me. And the great contrast in that last verse, he's on the negative side, but the positive will be emphasized one more time. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous shall go shall into e- life eternal. Can you see the parallels between these two accounts? Boy, I can jumps right off page hearing and doing we hear God's word we apply God's word to our life we live faithful unto death and then we'll be rewarded now the question as we bring the lesson to a close is where are you building that's where we started at are you building your house upon the rock Yes, you can build your house upon the rock. You need to hear the word of God. That's the first thing you need to do. We don't want to be like the hearers of the foolish man. He heard but did not. We need to hear and do. Hear the word. We need to believe. John 8, 24 said, If you believe not that I am he, you should die in your sins. We need to repent of our your sins, Luke thirteen three, Acts seventeen thirty, and confess Christ before man, like the eunuch said, "I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God." Be baptized for the remission of your sins, Mark sixteen sixteen, and Acts two thirty eight, and then finally, we live faithful unto death. And the Bible says we will be given a crown of righteousness. We want to be in that right relationship with God. And we can when we become obedient to God's will. Maybe you're here and you need to obey the gospel's call. You haven't put on your Lord in baptism. Or maybe you've wandered away. You know, if you've been building on the sand, the good news is that you can change. You know, we discussed about those who changed in Romans chapter 6. They were the servants of sins, but they uh, obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine, teaching, that was delivered unto them. And they obeyed Jesus Christ. They were added to his church. They were added to the king. If you're subject to the Lord's invitation, will you come as together?